0: San Diego Chief Petty Officer Pride Day is a huge opportunity for the new chief selects to see how the fraternity and sorority comes together and celebrates their achievement and their success. Pride Day just
1: makes it even bigger. It just shows what chiefs can do when we're working together and we kind of come together as a group and
2: network.
3: It's really an amazing day. It It fills you up with a lot of pride, a lot of Navy pride, a lot of chiefs pride.
2: Produced by Podcast Architects. You're listening to the Lead On Podcast, where we discuss
3: experiences in the armed forces while exploring lessons from military leaders.
2: Hey, good afternoon, everyone. I'm David Deary with the Enlisted Leadership Foundation, and this is a special edition of the Lead On Podcast, Lessons with Military Leaders. And I'm here with three military leaders here. uh, Diane McQueen Gibson, she's one of the uh, OGs of the Enlisted Leadership Foundation. Uh, one of the original board members, and Evan Kowalczyk. Did I say that correctly, Evan?
1: Uh, Kowalczyk, yeah.
2: Close Kowalczyk, my, my my apologies. So Evan Kowalczyk, Navy Senior Chief, uh, stationed over in Guam right now, and then Randy Griffith, uh, another Navy Senior Chief, stationed over in San Diego. Uh, and I you know, uh, wanted to talk for a few minutes with these uh, amazing people about the upcoming Chief Petty Officer Pride Day that the Enlisted Leadership Foundation puts on in Southern California. Uh, This year, the event will take place on September 22nd. This will be our 19th annual Chief Petty Officer Pride Day. That's 19. I mean, can you imagine? Who would have thought uh, when Karen O'Connor started this way back when that uh, it would be as big as it is and going 19 years later? Uh, So, um, you know, these folks have been with the Enlisted Leadership Foundation working on Cpl Pride Day for some time. And so um, I'm just going to start with Diane. Diane, uh, you know, you've been running the show for this event for, gosh, four or five years now. So having other things with an elf that you can help with, why is it that you like to stay with Chief Petty Officer Pride Day?
3: Oh, gosh. Um, I think the feedback that I get, you know, there's just such a large crowd. There's just so much um, so much happiness. There's so much energy there. Um, we just have such a great time. As it's like I said, the feedback, just continuous feedback, the day of and and after the event itself is really amazing. And it, you just see so many people put so much effort into it um, to make it such a great day um, to share with everyone. So I, I just I really enjoy working with so many different people. Um, I meet so many so many good hearted, hardworking, loyal, um people of all ranks, you know, civilian and military. It's 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 truly um it's truly a really fun event for me.
2: Yeah. So Evan, uh you you ran the show, didn't you? Uh as as one of our volunteers. You know what why, you know, uh did you did you ask to run it? Did Diane like, hey you and uh you know why why would you? Why you know what's so good about Pride Day that you wanted to be that involved behind the scenes? So, I mean,
1: the, the season in general uh, is pretty large, um, obviously in, in comparison to what we got going on on a day-to-day basis. And then to see uh, the Pride Day and how that plays into it, uh, the Pride Day just makes it even bigger. It just shows uh, how many Chiefs, uh, what, what Chiefs can do when we're working together and we kind of come together as a group and network and, uh, that was the biggest reason why I kind of wanted to get involved. Randy helped me out and, and, and kind of got my foot in the door uh, a few years back and then just kind of built from there. And just every year I wanted to be a part of it because it just to see the, uh, how everything will evolve and, and everything comes together and everybody talking and discussing and, and meeting new people and giving guidance. It's just, it seems like a no brainer to kind of get involved and, and want to be a part of.
2: You know, and Randy, you're a staple here in Southern California when it comes to uh, volunteerism and, and, and what you do and in your involvement with the Enlisted Leadership Foundation, San Diego Fleet Week, your kids, schools, and everything. Uh, you know, you're, you're definitely in it. You know, when we talk about in the chief's mess, putting others first, you live that every day. And, and CBO Pride Day, I, we like to think on health. Uh, yeah. You know, it's celebrating being a chief Petty officer, but this event really is for the chief selectees. You know, it's, you know, it's one thing to teach the to, to trying to share during initiation the power of the mess and the camaraderie or the brother and sisterhood, the fraternal or fraternity that we are at sorority. But you, I mean, and now you're a command senior chief. You know, you so you're all about advocating. So with all that you can attend and participate in the way your time is stretched so thin, why is it that you stay involved with this event?
0: So David, that's an excellent question for me. You know san diego chief petty officer pride day is a huge huge opportunity for the new chief selects to see how the fraternity and sorority comes together and celebrates their achievement and their success Um, this is a time for us to give and show the selectees what it's like to be a chief petty officer and the networking that we have out there so being involved in it showing them what we're all about and helping them Paved the way forward for those of us that will soon retire. So to help establish that growth and that network at an early stage.
2: You know, and, and Randy, um, you know, before the pandemic, you know, or, or I guess to any of you, you know, how big was this event? Do you remember? We
3: had uh, 3,300 people.
2: Yeah, what like over 3,000. And uh, so you know there's been some um so over the years as as the the event has continued to grow, it's not free. Um, we do our best to keep the costs as low as we can for the uh, the participants, but but even that's challenging. and now, after the pandemic, the cost of goods and services have increased. So so to offset those costs, we've really you know we've had to find a new location which gave us a lot more real estate, which enables us to bring in a lot of uh, sponsors whether that's a corporate organization, a defense contract industry or real estate or financial institution, as well as some veteran owned businesses, higher educations, universities, uh, nonprofit organizations. And and, some of our biggest people. uh, And I just use the word sponsorship uh, because in the civilian world and we are a civilian civilian business, a nonprofit business, a pass through nonprofit, incidentally, uh, nonprofit doesn't mean no profit. Nonprofit just means that we need to make money to give back. And one of the ways that myself and Diane and the other six on our board of directors is we do not receive any compensation for the volunteer time that we do. So every penny that comes in goes straight back to the foundation. Uh, So one of our largest groups of sponsors is the chief's mess uh, in, in the CPO association. So, you know, Evan, why would a, why would a or what would you say or would you encourage a CPO mess and why would a CPO mess want to come and pay $300 uh, for a booth during CPO Pride Day? Now, $300 incidentally is 75% off of the average rate. So to a, a company, it's $1,200, but we discounted 75% to, to, to the chief's mess
1: the biggest part is uh, obviously what they're trying to do uh for the remainder of the season or the remainder of the year for themselves is trying to set themselves up financially i know the biggest part is we get as a mess we'll get money in and we're trying to figure out okay how can we pay this back how we take care of the sailors we can we can buy meals we can do uh bowling events for the, the junior sailors in the barracks and, and all the items like that but to do that they gotta have money I think the best way to do this is, is with the grand scheme of things is to get out there, get a booth, and sh- uh, show your swag and try to see who, who, uh, who's interested because there's so many people going through there and so many different commands, and we all know being part of the mess for so long, uh, everybody likes T-shirts, everybody likes coins, everyone's collecting, the, 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 the piles just kind of stack up and rack up. It helps boost so they could support their command and their community for the rest of the season, set themselves up for the season as well.
2: You know, and Randy, so you've seen the layout. You've helped us develop this new location the last two years. Unfortunately, you're you're going to be deployed and you're going to miss this year. And, uh, but, you know, as, as you set this up and, and I noticed when you set it up, you put these vendor sponsor areas uh, one side away from all the activity. You know, so talk to us about the other stuff that's taking place simultaneously to this vendor area. Um and why the vendor area is off to the side versus this other activity is out in front of the stage.
0: Well, David, we really want to focus on celebrating the chief selects and celebrating the pride that we bring together. So, we like to open up with a keynote speaker um, to give that word and wisdom to the new selects and to us, genuines who have been around for a while. But also, we like to have competition with the selects. And see what their cadence is about. See the pride that they took in preparing their guidance, Show off their vessels that they have spent numerous hours all into the night to develop. And then at the same time, have that network and allowing those selects to sit down with other chiefs and gain that knowledge. So we want to separate that from the vendor side and allow time to be on both areas, but to have a fine line between that
2: and Diane, you know you've been listen we we've known each other for gosh over a dozen years and we've done these things for a long time you know to you what's the greatest takeaway of of pride day what what's some of the best feedback that you've heard
3: Wow um i think um from the gosh from you know, there's so much from the retired community, you know, wow, I wish they had this for us when we were selectees or when we were chiefs. Um, they just really enjoy seeing what the chiefs mess is all about, um, you know, reentering it and, and seeing what, what we do together. And then the active duty chiefs, you know, they, it's so cool to see, you know, a chief or a senior chief and he or she sees someone that, you know work for them as an airman or a seaman. And now they're just now making chief and they can, you know, talk about, um, over the years, the things that they've learned and the things that might help out that, that brand new chief. Um, and then the, the, you know, I get the same feedback from the chief selectees. They talk about, you know, I just saw someone I was stationed with, you know, 15 years ago and, uh, I, and, and they're, you know, often they, they, the leadership that comes to speak. Um, last year we had the, the Admiral come and speak and, and she gave, you know, she's a, a big fan of the, uh, of the chief's mess. And, uh, they really enjoyed the things she, the good things she had to say about the chief's mess and how loyal she was and how, um, she trusted the chief's mess. So they appreciated, um, the, the, the guest speaker and her words of wisdom. Um, they, just it it comes from all all around i've seen myself seen someone i worked with on a ship you know 15 years ago he was a second class and now he's a senior chief it's it's amazing it's it's really an amazing day it fills it fills you up with a lot of pride a lot of navy pride a lot of chiefs pride for sure
2: you know and that admiral wasn't just any admiral admiral tracy hines was a navy chief yes and after she got chief she got commissioned and now she's a flag officer you know and, and uh, we just finished up our foundry class earlier today, and the command master chief in the class, he, he was telling me, you know, Dave, I, uh, whatever you need, I hope I can be a judge for Pride Day. My my favorite thing about Pride Day, and the, and incidentally, it's one of my favorite, if not the favorite, is signing up the charge books. Um, and 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 yeah, there's a lot of charge book signing during the event, but at about 3 p.m., about 1500, when we're all done, it's still there. Start signing. It's it's just, it, it just the the you know I would tell my when I was a command master chief I would tell my selectees I don't care if you uh, finish all the other assignments that we give you during the season the thing you really need to focus on is as many signatures of of chiefs in your charge book because that's it's like wedding photos That's the one thing you're gonna have when it's all said and done um, well guys we're about out of time um, I, it, and it was I really appreciate what you guys have done over the years what you continue to do. On behalf of uh, the, those in uniform and with CPO Pride Day and the List of Leadership Foundation, um, we are we we're trying to reach our pre-pandemic numbers. Um, so when we came back two years ago, we hit 2,000. That was our goal. We hit 2,000 last year. Our goal was 2,500. Um, this year, our goal is 2,800. Uh, we, we'd like to go more, but you know, if we it, we have to pre-purchase all of these coins and T-shirts, and if we Pre-purchase too many, well, we still got to pay for them, and we don't want to have s- stuff left over. Uh, so I say that to say, if you're on your fence on whether you want to attend or not, this happens every year, folks. Really, when, when these things go on sale in mid-July, don't wait till the week beforehand of September and, and try to – because they may be sold out. Sold out. They, they There's a finite number, and there's a finite number of sizes. So if you wear an extra large and all I got left are smalls, I'm just saying. So don't hesitate. Don't delay. And same with your chief selectees, because there's a finite number of uh, shirts that are set aside for the chief selectees, which, okay, almost done. Real real quick, Diane, what are we doing different this year when it comes to T-shirts? I know it's written on the website and on the receipts, but let's talk about it real quick right now in 60 seconds.
3: Let's talk about it. That's excellent. Um, So this year, you know, typically every year we have the yellow T-shirts for the selectees. This year we're going to go all Coyote Brown T-shirts. And then what we want the so everybody coming, whether you're selectee or you're a chief or you're a retired person, you come and you will. The chiefs and the retired people will wear the coyote brown. And then the selectees, what we'd like you to do is wear your own command uh, mess yellow T-shirt, select a yellow T-shirt to the event. I'm going to also give you a wristband that says CPO Pride Day for 2023. So we will identify the, um, the chief selectees by that colored, special colored wristband.
2: Okay, great. So uh, appreciate that. And uh, Evan, Randy, uh, any any final words of encouragement um, that you want to share? I would just say uh, for those messes
1: and, and uh, anybody else that would like to get involved, uh, like you already said, if you're hesitating and you're curious, you're, you're not really sure if you want to go, just pull the trigger. You're not going to regret it. Everybody says the same thing every year. At the end of the day, it's a great event. It's a great opportunity. You don't want to miss out.
0: For me, again, an amazing opportunity, amazing opportunity to reach out, especially to the sponsors, to the vendors and to the chiefs as a whole. So don't hesitate to be a part of this amazing day.
2: And, you know, and I'll echo those remarks and and I'll speak specifically as as a kind of a marketing arm of of the enlisted leadership. Well, you know, just to those individuals that are looking to sponsor, we're looking at close to 3000 people. And if you go look at the video that was created, 60, 101, no, 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 it's a minute, one second long or 61 seconds. And there's aerial footage of last year. So I understand that sometimes we could say, oh, 3,000 people that are gonna be there. And uh, 1,000 show up. I don't think that's gonna be the case. So all this information can be found on the Enlisted Leadership Foundation's uh, webpage, which is simply enlistedleadershipfoundation.org. It's gonna be down below. And just go to CPO Pride Day. And uh, guys and gals, thank you all for your service. Thank you all for your volunteerism. Thank you for joining me today. This has been a special edition of Lead On, Lessons from Military Leaders. Until next time, I'm David Deary, Lead On. Produced by Podcast Architects.